You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live, live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com, the best in the world. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. All right, it's election day, 2012. And it's uh, all right. Get out there and vote, everybody, just like we did. Cast your vote. Who's we? Not me. I think anybody in this room votes. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try after this. Like, I don't know. I, I think I registered. I'm gonna go watch him try. Are you really gonna try? Yeah. I just, it's one of those things where it's just like, like this. The only other time I did, I, I voted before was 2004, and like I always say, like the only thing I got out of out of it was George Bush and fucking jury duty. Like, that's like, I literally got, I just, like, I I, I thought, like, you know, like, I thought, like, it, ever, like I would beat George Bush at the, in that election. Like, I was like, nobody's voting for George Bush, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I, I mean, I was wrong. And I, so, like, I, so I, I basically just, like, I, you know, I dodged it in, in 2008, but now, like, this time, it's just, like, I just feel I'm gonna feel so guilty if, if you're gonna feel guilty win. if you yeah, don't vote. I just uh, it's yeah. Let me tell you this: I I don't have a lot of self-efficacy. Apparently, I don't even know where to go to vote. I'm not sure where yeah. to show up. I don't know. Is, is it at a? Can I? Do it at a supermarket? Do can't I have? They, is there? Can't they just have an eight hundred number like American Idol? Like, can't they just? Can I just? I mean, I, I mean, can I just text this? You know, for Barack and text this for the other. I mean, like, I mean, seriously, I, why can't it be easier than that? Then I mean, they really make you. They make you Barack jump through a Romney lot. Barack and Romney are standing up on stage, flashing their numbers with their fingers. All right, yeah. Seacrest yeah. yeah. is in the middle. Yeah, like that'd be so simple. Take it's it a like, step like, further. Yeah. On Tuesday, they each have to sing a song, and that's yeah. the last. Like public plea that they can have, and then based off that, we decide who's going to run the country for the next four years. Obama's got a sexy voice. Romney does. No, Obama. Yeah, Obama sang at the uh, he sang at the the Apollo Theater and and didn't get booed, which is a huge accomplishment. Yes, yeah, for anybody. Yeah, you know what? I miss that show. I I don't watch. Is this still Uh, Showtime at the Apollo? Apollo? Yeah, Cap. I guarantee you, somewhere in this world, there is a station that is airing Showtime at the Apollo. It always came on at like three in the morning on WGN where I lived. Yeah. And it was, it, it was, uh, yeah, it was always like, what, I remember like one o'clock in the morning. I remember yeah. like 10 years ago watching it. Like, just like, I mean, it's just, I, I you're never more scared <laughs> for people than, I mean, literally like, it's like, you know, I mean, any other time somebody performs on TV, it's just like, you know, like, oh, well, you know, maybe it'll go well, maybe it won't, whatever. But I mean, it's like, you you could you you wouldn't be surprised if somebody got shot no. at the Apollo for yeah. sucking. Yeah. Well, usually just, somebody on TV, you assume it's going to go well because again, it's on TV. <laughs> but then you would turn on Apollo, and like nobody would even applaud when they introduced the acts. It was like, okay, we'll clap when you're good enough to make us do this. Yeah. Tough crap. I, I, yeah. And, and plus, I I always like I just I always thought it was nuts the guys who would guy who would try to go on there and do comedy singing's oh. one thing because yeah. the one thing you can get away with. Uh, at the Apollo is if you sing gospel, they're not going to boo Jesus. So it's just like there's there's pretty much like you can always get away with that. But I mean, the guys who go up there, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, trying joke to joke about comedy, Jesus. Look as out. soon as they're just like, oh, you're not singing. Boo. I mean, nobody. Boo. With the Jesus. <laughs> but uh, we. Uh, yeah. So uh, today we uh, on, on Election Day, we uh, we decided 
since uh, these guys are vying for the job of uh, president of the United States, which has got to be, that's got to be a tough. I mean, imagine waking up if you're either guy waking yeah. up tomorrow, and you know, I mean, I guess Barack is, you know, the day. You, but I mean, the day you wake up and it's just like, oh shit. I'm in charge now. Like, I mean, just, uh, I mean, like, as I couldn't, you couldn't trust me to manage a fucking Starbucks, let alone, <laughs> like, it's bad enough. Like, I can't, they, they, me running this show, uh, I mean, is, is, is bad. And like, me being in charge of this. I mean, it's let's, like let's face it. You're the, you're the guy talking. Renee is the guy running the show. Okay, there. Okay, there, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's the puppeteer. He's the man <laughs> behind the scenes. But that's the thing. It's like what the. Uh, I mean, like it, it's just uh, if I was. Pre- I mean, CNN would be like you know. Well, we're we're still we're still waiting on a decision on the bank bailout from Cap. Uh, it's four p.m. and he's still not up. He said not to bother him because it was a long night last night. He has the any do not disturb thing made up just for him at the White House. But uh, but yeah, speaking of uh, of jobs, we were we were talking about today and tweet us at the Mad Cap Hour here. Toad Hub, Hub, on Toad Up Network, we're, uh, we're we're gonna get to the weekly dumbass report later. But what's the worst job you ever had? Like, what are the what are some of the shitty jobs you've worked? Like, because I mean, as comedians, Mark, we've you know we've we've worked plenty of them. Yeah, you know, we've. Uh, I mean, Renee, I'm sure you you mentioned on your way in. You you said you worked at McDonald's when I was 16. My first job was McDonald's. Did that? Wow. How, uh, did that sound fun <laughs> going in? No, but I needed a job. Right. I mean, because I, I have, I had a fast food, fast food job. Everybody would probably, I mean, if you saw like my first special, like you know, I worked at Subway, which I think was, I that was, I don't know, I don't know which one is worse. How long did you work at McDonald's? I only worked there like nine months. Really? You yeah. made it nine months. I made it nine months. Nine months. Did you yeah. did you start on like what you did? You start like in the fryer? Do you start on the drive through? They teach you in the back first, like the yeah. fryer and stuff. And yeah. Then they, and then you have to make like build your way up to the cash register. Oh. I would always take like cheeseburgers home and hamburgers and pass them out to my friends and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I remember that when I worked at Subway, they had the sub club card, and you, all you had to do was we just had a rubber stamp that stamped your cart, like it wasn't even yeah, a hole punch. Yeah. So my friends would come in, and I just said. <laughs> I'm like, take that to another subway. Bye. Like, it, it was I, just. I used to deliver oxygen tanks to like convalescent homes, uh-huh. so I had to go to all these convalescent homes, um, and basically like see which old people were using our equipment. So I had to like creep by their beds and like look and like peel back the, the curtain and stuff, Creepy. like the curtain, you know, and like check to see if it was our equipment. Yeah, it was a pretty weird job. I got paid a lot of money, but yeah, it was. Yeah. You had to go in there and smell like. Smell like shit. Did you at least bring them free hamburgers when you were going around? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. That was a pretty interesting job. I, you know what? I, yeah, I, I remember I did that when I was working. Uh, one of my first jobs in L.A. I worked at a. Uh, it was like this really. It was a shitty like. It was a shitty knockoff of like mailboxes, etc. I remember like they had the copy in place and the P.O. boxes in the oh, front, yeah, yeah. and like they just basically did everything except uh, except food there. What? Like if you walked in there, like they. There was, you know, the the guy was everything. You know, if you needed a fucking notary, like, he was just, it was just everything. Oh, man. And I remember he sent me out to a cop, with a copy machine. For some reason, I had to go to a doctor's office with a copy machine. 
And like it, it, for some reason, like I had to bring in a copy and make copies in the office. Like the, the the files couldn't leave the office to make copies, so they had to have somebody from the outside come in with a copy machine. So they have me carry a fucking Xerox up the steps, <laughs> and like I I put it down, and they put me in. I remember they put me in a room with a patient, who's really, with his, who's with his wife, and they're going over like an intake questionnaire. Of like you know of his mental state like you know like and and I mean like it was all you know like you know sometimes I feel like the world is crashing in on me you know and he has to say you know yes or no yes you know sometimes I feel like there's there's no hope yes sometimes I feel like I'm not as good as other people you know and I and I literally and I'm sitting there. You're listening. answering yes I'm to like, all those questions I'm too. Like, but I, I but I'm like I'm like what this guy He's like, like I feel you, bro. I'm like, you guys want you guys want me to go in the men's room or something to do that? Like why why am I here? But I mean the whole thing, like the whole time just like as he's answering these questions, like uh I, I mean like I, I the, the the song my mind's playing tricks on me by uh, <laughs> by ghetto boys kept going through my head you know like I wanted to I wanted to take over the questionnaire and be like I often drift when I drive <laughs> having fatal thoughts of suicide yes <laughs> it puts a whole new spin on the doctor patient confidentiality thing it's like look whatever happens in this office is between you and me and maybe a guy fixing the cop yeah. here if he shows yeah. up yeah. for work I'm sure he won't say anything like I, yeah I, I'm, it's like look I, I yeah I don't know why I, it was weird. I just, I never, I, I don't understand. I don't know if the guy was just so out of it, he didn't care that I was there or what. I don't know. We always great about. You I never mean, thought that you would have a radio show and tell this story. Yes, he's like, I he's mean, just a guy uh, yeah. working a coffee machine. Who the fuck does he? I listen to his questioner. I'm pretty sure he's committed suicide by now. So yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, it's a long time ago. I'm sure he lived a nice, confusing life for his last five years. That's one of those jobs, though, Cap. Where I think the problem with a bad job is it, it's not like maybe some some people would accept and they would like working at a redneck mailboxes, et cetera, or whatever it is, okay? Uh-huh. But then there's other people who like, like, because you moved out here to be a comedian. Right. So when you're lifting that, you're hauling that copier up the back lot stairs to a doctor's <laughs> office. That's about as far away from entertaining an audience as you yeah. could possibly get. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad job. I mean, I, I was, uh, when I first moved out here, I was, uh, I was a telemarketer. Ooh, so I'll I, set the bar I, there. I, yeah. I, see, I, okay. Now, I was, was it outgoing calls? Like, it, it was. It, it was. I remember I did an intake call once, but it I didn't. Wasn't, do it. Yeah, it, it was, well, it wasn't a bad job for the first couple of weeks because I showed up there and they were literally startups. So they didn't have the computer systems hooked up yet, right? So it was just me, and they just kind of relied on me being honest that, yeah, I'm making 100, 200 calls a day, but they <laughs> couldn't trace it at all. Right. So I'd make a couple phone calls, play Rattler Race for about an hour, yeah, go to 7 Eleven, you know, come back and be like, yeah, yeah, a rough day for sales, man. <laughs> this got shut down. But then they installed this computer system that would automatically, as soon as the previous guy hung up, it would dial the next number. Yeah. And I, so the, it's just a never-ending well of bad as talking to stupid, stupid. Realtors are one of the dumbest groups of people on the face of the yeah, planet. Yeah. There's some smart ones. I've, but I've dealt with realtors lately, and whew. yes. Ah. Oh, yeah. my God, she was awful. <laughs> Wait, and see, that, like, I, I just, uh, I mean, with, with I, I never did outgoing telemarket like I never went I couldn't that was one of the I was like I could never I do, bring myself to sit down and fucking 
pester people like with and you know try to harass you know, them happy with giving, your long distance service yeah, or whatever give back then, me the 16 digits and the expiration date i've been dreaming about since i made this phone call you were on the other end of it you were where you had to in you, phone calls would come in and mm-hmm. then you would actually have to remedy some sort of situation i rem- see i had a job like where we did like it was it was like for like medical billing software but the, the thing that it was it was terrible you about were it doctor's was, offices man you, <laughs> right. well it was it, it was actually because i my last job in ohio like i my aunt got me a job working like where i had to enter like the codes for medical billing it was a it was a workers comp place like i remember like i just always remember being amazed at what people would actually ask for workers compensation for like there was there was a woman (laughs) there was a woman who brought her own lunch to work and there was a bee in her sandwich and she ate her sandwich and and the bee stung her in the mouth and she wanted workers comp for the for the bill, like whatever the medical bill, like I wouldn't tell anybody if that happened to me. Like I wouldn't, I just nobody would hear about that. Like I just would be like, be like you know, what's wrong with your mouth? I'm fine. Like you, you didn't notice the bread buzzing, lady. Like it's just I can't imagine. Like why would you eat that sandwich? But yeah. I, I just, I, I, I had this job like where we, we like took, we took uh, ingoing inbound calls where like. They were, but they they put it in like the one ads in the paper, like you know, hey, work from home. If you have a computer, and this is like the year like two thousand, so if you have a computer, mm-hmm. you know, which there's still a big if back then. Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> if you have a computer, work from home, and and you and you're doing medical billing. So all these people would call, answering like they like they're answering a job ad, and then I'm there like, oh no. So all you need is a credit card and three hundred bucks, yeah. and they're like, "Wait, I mean, my whole problem is I have no job and no money, and that's why." So I'm just—I was just there to let people down. Like they had me this, this script that I had to read to people. Mm-hmm. I lasted—I lasted two weeks because the two weeks, like, I got—I got hourly wage, and I just—I I was used to jobs that I worked outside like i said cutting grass patching potholes and stuff like that like i remember like i just i remember my boss uh, uh, like getting mad at me like he's like he's like hey john <laughs> did i did you ask to go to carl's junior i said no and I, and I won't tomorrow like i'm like i wanted a burger fuck off dude. yeah and i remember seeing him on that show blind date like like three oh. months later yeah so it was great oh he that's fantastic down. yeah it was it was yeah so it all came it all came around for me at the end it was uh, you win, honey. yeah yeah i won again on that one i'm gonna tivo that blind date and eat carl's jr every time i watch it no i i just it, it but but we're talking about what's the worst job you ever had you know i mean i've had jobs where like i said you did renee you said you didn't like your the like the outdoor like construction jobs i hate i hate that shit you didn't breaking work really just because i'm mexican doesn't mean i like breaking work is that is it is it is is that it is that though is that it is it give you a complex like you know like i I mean because i because i swear like i would tell people like if i if i wasn't in comedy like i i loved those jobs like the i mean out being outside uh, cutting grass i mean nobody really because we had like an hour's worth of work and then we had eight hours to stretch it out for so it was Mm -hmm. like there was pretty much we just had to kind of look busy till our boss (laughs) got drunk and went home and we like literally we had not we had nothing else to do like i mean the golf course that i worked at in encino i mean it was just i i mean we just 
there was just like the you just try to get the the course prepped, you know, for the golfers to start, and then you got to stay out of the way the rest of the day. So basically, it was yeah. just like we'd go get everything set up with you know like cut the greens and set up the like the 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 tees and everything, and then. And then, you know, we got out of the way, and then it was basically like, hey, let's go see if we can catch gophers. And <laughs> I'm sorry, that's the funnest shit in the world. Like, catching gophers, it's like fishing, but they're furry. And oh, it's oh. like, they're, it, you I don't mean, get wet. It's like they cut, well, they, yeah, they pop out. They're all like wet and mad. We used to feed them to a hawk. Like, it was, it was fucking <laughs> sweet. Because I was, I wasn't, well, because I was, I didn't have the nerve to. Like the only, You're supposed to club them yeah, or something, right? Yeah, that was the only thing. I was like, there's no poison. There's no, like, any traps or anything like that. It was like, the boss is just like, hit him with the shovel until oh. he stops moving. And I'm like, that's, <laughs> oh my God. that's as scientific as you have got as you guys have gotten. And the, uh, so I was like, I couldn't, I can't do that. I'm like, I'll... Your job's only for serial I'll, killers. I, I'll, I'll, I'll let him loose on another golf course, like I said. But <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat him. So we, there used to be a hawk. That lived out. I remember between the first and the tenth fairway, and the it, luckiest hawk in the world. He right. just. They, I well, the thing is, is I I I wonder if that hawk died when we stopped working there because, like, <laughs> I, I mean, like became he became kind of domesticated. Yeah, he kind of became dependent on us. There was just he lived out like in the top of this tree, and he just wait for us to go catch our first gopher of the day, and we'd throw him out in the middle of the fairway. And I remember golfers would get pissed off and be like, like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, you're going to hit that in the fucking lake. Shut up. Like, this, this is fucking, this is awesome, all right? Watching a hawk fucking eat a gopher is fantastic. I imagine even if I was playing golf that day, I'd want to see a bird swoop down. I, I, yeah. This yeah. hawk must have grown. This must have been the first hawk in history with, like, a beer gut. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember, yeah. One time we gave him one that was, like, too big. <laughs> He's trying to get. We gotta lose weight, or else we can't take. I off. remember, like there was, a, there was a. We caught an exceptionally big gopher that day, and it was like, it was like that. It was the, the hawk, like grabbed him, and started to take off with him, and fell. He like just dropped. <laughs> It was like, remember in Jaws 2 when the, the shark ate the helicopter? Remember, like, yeah, all yeah. the kids are cheering. They're like, yeah! Oh, no! Like, yeah. and, and that's exactly what I was like. Oh, fuck. If if the gopher wins, I'm quitting. Because yeah. I'm not coming back here. Because the gopher's coming after me next. But oh, God, it, you don't have a job anymore. Yeah, yeah. Good thing I don't have to deal with, with actual real work anymore. That's, LA would be overrun fantastic. by fat hawks. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, I I always liked I always liked the uh, the labor jobs. They were always fun, you know. We just you know because we just got to you know, I mean I just got to hang. We just basically hung out, goofed off. Like when I worked at Kent State at patching potholes, it was just like, I mean you know we. You know, kind of go, we'd go hang a fucking you know sign that fell down or something like that, you know. And you would steal coins out of the. Parking oh meters. yeah, we robbed the parking meters because the old school <laughs> yeah. parking meters weren't computerized, so it was like they just had this old coin box in them, and like <laughs> they, all you had to do was like throw them on the ground real hard, and they would explode. So like we would just be, like, you know, like, like all right, we got breakfast. <laughs> Fuck yeah, 
eleven bucks. All right, and we yeah. need to carry his bag of chains to your McDonald's. Yeah, we, we'd be yeah, we'd be at Burger King buying fucking Chris sandwiches with with a bunch of change. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I mean, that's where you, any any sort of like manual labor job. Like I worked at a I, I worked at a resort for a little while. I worked at a mini golf course for a few summers during college. It, anytime it, you do one of those, all you have to do is be productive in the first maybe like hour hour and a half. You're on the clock. Right. Just get a task done. Yes. And then you just kind of coast with that lead for the rest of the day. Like, I remember I fixed those flowers, so uh, I'll just go play another round of mini golf and try to break the record that I set yesterday. I, what, okay, so what's the lowest hourly wage you ever made? Ooh, uh, that was probably my first job was working at a movie theater uh, at uh, at Carmike Cinemas in Williamsburg, Virginia, and I would probably say I think it was a, maybe five fifteen, yeah, or five thirty five. But you also got a bonus if you sold a certain amount of large upgrades. And I was the king; I was undefeated at anybody ordering a medium popcorn, a medium drink, and say, "Would you like a large for only a dollar oh. more?" I, oh, I'm I never. Sold. Oh, but they should. They, they, my vest, my ugly burgundy vest, should be hanging in the rafters of. Carmike Cinemas because I was undefeated at that sales pitch. I've always thought if anybody could sway me to get even fatter, it would be Mark <laughs> you. Ellis. Uh, when, you, I, you know, I, I what really, you did to Hawks on the golf course, I did to the patrons of Williamsburg, Virginia. <laughs> I, you know, I, I just, I, I, I always hated uh, customer service jobs. Like oh, anything where I had to, you know, to, to deal with, like if I was at McDonald's, I would have been happy to not progress from the back to the, like, I want to be as far in the back as possible so nobody walks in and go, oh, hey, Cap, you work here? Like, no, I don't. I, I'm way back there. You don't see me. I mean, you John, we love to promote you, but you have to stop biting the customers. So we're going to keep you in the back. <laughs> now, you're, I mean, you've, your, honey, your work history's, I mean, I mean, I worked it, for free because it was fucking court ordered. Right, that was you, my worst job. Well, yeah, that's well, I've had never a lot fun. of court ordered. Okay, jobs, even but. when you're in prison, you make like five cents an hour. You had to work for totally free. Yes, and going off of Renee's, I would go. I worked at a nursing home. Okay, and mm. so they had me like painting the old lady's fingernails, and I can't even paint my own goddamn nails, and they would be like all authorized. Or arthritis. Arthritic. Arthritic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you so go. So they'd be like in a knot and they'd be shaking and I would just be dumping red nail polish down their arm <laughs> into their wrinkles going into their elbow. Is that a bleeding? <laughs> no, that's just the new nail right. polish girl. I remember one time we were like in the, like the little rec area and I was supposed to be playing like kickball but like we were just kind of, I was just shoving the ball to them and I hit it too hard and it went right in this guy's face. Just like knocked him right in the face of the ball. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I mean, the, the old people were stripping constantly. I mean, you always saw someone Oh, they're dirty there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that was that was definitely my worst. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I and think, I didn't get any money for it. You got oh, that was that was court order. Yes. You what? What did you do? That was oh, you know, I don't know. I've been arrested probably seven times. See, that was the thing when I worked at the the, the, the I remember at the golf. <laughs> Thank you guys. Seven Thank times. You. Yeah. The golf course. Five I, of them were in one year. The golf course I worked That's at in Encino was it was uh it was a, it was a municipal L.A. municipal course like so it was it was yeah. technically was owned by the city. It was like city parks. Association. So it was like, you know, so like, so I'd like a lot of the, most of the guys who worked there full time, and then a lot of guys I worked with there, like, they gave, it was community service. Like, it, there were guys who were working there on community <laughs> service. Like, it's, that's when you know you have a bad job, is when it's <laughs> your job is criminal punishment for people. It's, but yeah. I, I, I remember like, we used to, yeah, we'd have, we'd have guys, like, I, I, I remember getting sent out, like, you know, with some guy who, you know, 
me, me and like one of the full timers, and then two of the guys on community service are out there like edging sand traps and he's talking to him about what got him in trouble and they're coming to me they're like they're like do you believe this you know this guy found his girl with another dude dancing at this club and he knocked her out and can you believe it he got community service i'm like <laughs> yes yeah. i can believe that all right i mean i i i believe i believe he's i i i, I, I don't believe that i'm at, he's out here free with me right now <laughs> instead of fucking in jail I, I just, yeah, I, I, we, yeah, we had a, we had, I just, communities, good, community, I never got community service. Customer service was awful to me. I fucking hated working. I had a, uh, you know, I had a job. I, I, I had, my subway job was awful. I was terrible at that. I worked, and I also Were you worked, a sandwich artist or did you do something else there? It was back when they called a sandwich. I remember, like, we, they, they opened up a new subway. And, yeah. like, like, I was there, like, I remember, like, they had me come in early one day, like, to, you know, like, lift microwaves and stuff like that up the steps. And then, like... Well, that's not they, the work of a fine sandwich me, they artist. They sent me home for a break when everybody learned how to make, like, to make salads. And I was off. So I was, like, I was oh. completely behind from the start. I was. How hard was, is it to make a salad? I really, looking back, I'm like, it's easier than the sandwich because there's no bread involved. But for some reason, because it's basically a Subway sandwich with, with no bread. With lettuce and toppings, right. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, it's just the sandwich. It's just there's no bread. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, man, I didn't know. When somebody came in and said, you know, uh, yeah, I'll have the, the whatever salad. I just, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Ron, yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is yours. I'm out of here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you say, are I, one pathetic loser. <laughs> I can only bag cookies. Sorry, yeah, ma'am. I, I literally I could not deal with, uh, with with customer service, anything like that. We, we job, like I worked at a, a swimming pool uh, for a couple of summers, like, uh, you know, it, it, you know, dealing with children. Want, yeah, 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 a lot of Band-Aids uh, you know, and the strainers yeah, and needles. And condoms. And, yeah. Condoms? Oh, yeah. I no, went to the pool, a, and there was always, like, condoms with the goo inside just floating around. With the goo with inside. The goo. Wow. Yeah. And you were just the one finding these. You weren't participating oh, in the act. Oh, I didn't have to touch act. them. That's okay. Right. I always say, if you're going to leave a condom somewhere, take your goo with you, <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, we're going to come back uh, here on the map. Half hour with the weekly dumbass report. Stay with us. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. A great website if you are in the market for gift giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique and inspired new products, along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift giving very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout, and save 20%. Every three minutes, another person falls further into credit card debt. Many credit card companies have nearly doubled their minimum monthly payment. People can barely afford to keep up. Here's the great news. With our powerful program, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. We are a nationwide nonprofit and have helped over 600,000 people with their credit cards. Get free of credit card debt today. Call 800-495-1307. That's 800-495-1307. Are you an inventor? Or do you know an inventor who would like to attempt to have an idea or invention patented and submit it to industry? For free information on how to get started, call InventHelp toll-free at 1-800-762-7000. InventHelp is America's largest invention company. 
Their referrals have helped inventors secure more than 7,000 patents, and they can provide free inventor's information for you. Find out how to record your invention's date of origination and get an informative brochure and other material of interest to new inventors. Get started by calling 1-800-762-7000. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product, you'll want to get this free inventor's information from InventHelp. Find out how to try to patent your invention and submit it to industry. Call now to get your free inventor's information. Call 1-800-762-7000. That's 1-800-762-7000. Introducing Miraset, the all-new revolutionary solution to stop smoking. Miraset is an all-natural spray registered with the FDA and created from homeopathic ingredients. Miraset curbs your nicotine cravings and withdrawal symptoms so you can stop smoking for good. Long-term smokers marvel over the effectiveness of Miraset. Order Miraset now and stop smoking forever. End the nicotine addiction for only $49.95 with a money-back guarantee. Call 800-394-6149. That's 800-394-6149. 800-394-6149. Does your car smell like... You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right, you spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. Hello? Hi, is this Steve Bostick, president of Right Size Smoothies? Yes, are you calling about the free two-week trial? Well, so I already got the free trial. In fact, I've lost a ton of weight with your smoothies. Wow, that's great news. But now I have a problem I never thought I'd have. I can't stop losing weight. But I don't want to stop drinking your smoothies. I love them. Well, here's one thing you can do. Only drink one smoothie a day. That way you won't cut as many calories. And if you ever need to lose weight again, you can always drink more smoothies. With delicious right-sized smoothies, you'll love losing weight. So to get you started, we're offering anyone who calls today a free two-week trial of our powerful weight loss smoothies. You can even get free shipping. Call 1-800-644-1751. Try Right Size Smoothies free for two full weeks. And we'll also send you our best-selling blender bottle absolutely free. Call 1-800-644-1751. Ask how you can even get free shipping. That's 1-800-644-1751. 1-800-644-1751. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Yeah. It's the Madcap Hour on Election Day 2012. For you, baby. Get out and vote if, if, in case I can't. Um, it's uh, uh, We have Mark Ellis, as usual, in yeah. studio from Schmoes No. Uh, what did you, did you want to? That's right, yeah. We got our podcast this Thursday on this very same network, on the uh-huh. Toad Hub Network. It's 8 to 10 p.m. on Thursdays. This week, we have Katie Sackoff and uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper's going to come by. Okay. For the second half of the show, we're going to talk movie news, and we're going to recap the Bond movie, Skyfall, that's coming out this weekend that we saw last night. And, John, you want to talk about the best job in the world to have? Yeah. 
being a spy is pretty sweet. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. Right, yeah. Right. See, right. I, I see Jamie <laughs> as the international like, spy, and I see John as the guy back at MI6. Like, <laughs> hey, don't go in there. Uh, try this other door. I'm working on the combo right now. <laughs> and I'm like, I can break it down myself, and I start <laughs> kicking shit. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it was, the new, was it's the new Bond movie good? Fantastic. Really? Fantastic. And I got a text from uh, from Cap, uh, what, this weekend, and, yeah. and I said I was going to go see the new Bond movie, and, and you're like, well, I haven't. I saw Casino Royale, but I didn't see Quan Masala. Yeah, you can yeah, you I've can only stay. Seen Casino Royale. You that's fine. Okay, that you don't need to see Quantum of Solace. Just it was like a two-hour Bond-like Christmas special. Yeah, like it's a, it doesn't really further anything. So you can go from Casino Royale to Skyfall, and I think you guys will enjoy. I think yeah. Jamie will dig it as well too. Yeah, a lot of uh, British Daniel Craig running around with no shirt on. So Ooh. Daniel there Craig, I mean, he's a, he's the first Bond like you know that's like actually like I guess like he he shows some like cracks. In his facade, you know, like he <laughs> yeah. actually, he seems like a person, you know, like there's that part in Casino Royale, he's like, he's like, you know, crying and shit, like he's a fucking like emotional, yeah. like got, like, you know, he seemed fallible, whereas like, it's just in the, all the other versions of Bond, he's just this kind of indestructible, you know, just, <laughs> you know, British fucking douche you know like I, I mean not that he wasn't not that I wasn't a fan but it was just like he was just he, he just seemed like he didn't yeah he just didn't crack ever, yeah he, he, should, he he's this one is willing to get down in the dirt and wrestle and it's funny uh, Christian brought up this point on our review it's like like Pierce Brosnan he'll have martinis all night but you would never think he's an alcoholic because he looks great when he wakes up the next morning <laughs> Daniel Craig looks like he was out drinking all night yeah the evening before well like like, like I, I mean I always loved the, I probably my favorite. I mean, Sean Connery was great, but I always, I always loved the '70s Roger Moore ones because it, yeah. it was like, he, like I said, like because they brought in the, they brought in that character Jaws, mm -hmm. the guy with the metal teeth, mm -hmm. and they, he was, it was just this crazy, like this tall goon guy with metal teeth, and he just like, it was just every, everybody like. All everybody like he would just he was just a villain. Everybody would kill like he just he'd go in and he'd bite their neck with his metal teeth. Yeah, and he was yeah. just this scary guy. But that was the thing. It was like this big scary fucking guy with metal teeth that's gonna bite your neck <laughs> is gonna kill you. And Roger Moore's like, oh no, okay, like, <laughs> oh, like no. it's just it's just like he just he doesn't he didn't crack. And it was just like it was just kind of like with Daniel Craig. It's like it's almost like. It's more believable. He's more of like a real person. Yeah, as yeah. as Double O Seven. So uh, yeah, I, I kind of you know I want to I want to check it out. Uh, definitely. But um. But can yeah. I just say that I got a text from my mother telling me to stop picking my nose. Mother, I'm fucking sick. I'm sorry if I'm snorting into the mic today. I'm fucking sorry. Uh, John, you've you've done a lot of uh, things at medical offices before, such as install copiers and whatnot. Is picking your nose one of the major symptoms of having a cold? Uh, it can be. I mean, once things dry up. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're not a doctor. You, you ever, carried a fucking Xerox machine. He's been yeah, in the room. I, hey, he's I, been I, in look, the room with patients. You know, I understand the questions that are asked to <laughs> determine if the guy in the guy sitting there in a robe is fucking and schizophrenic. Yes, the world uh, is crashing down around me. Yes, all right. <laughs> well, I, 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 I understand. I understand. We, uh, 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 by the way, Mark, you, uh, you. 
I think you got a win in our fantasy league this week. Yeah, we, you, are you going to announce it every time <laughs> I get a win? I'm, I'm like the sick kid in the hospital. No, I mean because you beat you beat you beat me because this is this I, is my this is my take a dive week. Beat you by about purpose. eighty. Yeah, and I needed the win too because now I'm starting to compete for the last wild card slot because we're starting to think playoffs in our league. John, on the other hand, is one of the league leaders. However, he's a league leader because he drafted pretty much all New England well, Patriots. I <laughs> basically have now engineered. I finally engineered my last two trades. Because remember, you, I, would, I didn't want to talk to him. Remember the guy I tried to trade for him yes. earlier in the year and everything? Like, I finally got, yeah. I finally pried him from Mark's clutches. <laughs> I pulled off that trade with Norm McDonald to get Stephen Ridley. For fucking Trent mm-hmm. Richardson from the Browns, I got. I mean, so and then I got Gronkowski from Freddie. Yeah, like you know, I gave I gave him AJ Green, best really uh, probably the top wide receiver in the league stat wise this year. Absolutely, so like, basically. So my whole my whole roster now is the Patriots. And the Niners defense. You so sound like a I Bond villain creating a scheme to take to over me, the world. To me, it, it really is. It's it's a, it, it's a, like I hate the I hate the randomness of fantasy football. Like I don't. I like to be. I'm more of a guy who likes to play poker than fucking slot machines. Like I don't <laughs> like sitting there just going like oh uh, you know, I don't like on Sunday like I don't as good as AJ Green is this year. I don't really trust the fucking Bengals, all right? The one team I think you can set your watch by mm-hmm. in the in the NFL I, is the New England Patriots. That's why I like them so much. I think I think they're what the Bulls were in the 90s. I think they're just they're just that tremendous. So I think I thought coming into this season that their offense could be better this version than the 2007 version that broke all the records that in the league history. So, and I still think that they're going to take shit because that last game that they played before the bye week where they beat the Rams 45 to 7, yeah. they scored on their first six drives. So, then they got bored. Basically, if I, yeah, and then they put they took Brady out, but it's Much like, like basically I am now. basically yeah. if I have but my master plan is I this, don't basically. Give a fuck. <laughs> my master plan is this. It's just basically if I have if I have all of I have Brady and all his options on my offense. That's I I I would bet on. I like my chances going up against anybody there. And then I have the Niners defense. Fine. And Please. he just made the mistake that every Bond villain makes. That he told the hero what he's going to do before he actually does it. But I yeah, so my I basically could afford to lost this week because I basically that was part of my trade plan was trading you you and Freddie giving me players that were on bye weeks for players who weren't on bye weeks so that you could pad just that. So it was like, you, you, I gave you something for that trade. Yeah, and I got I, the win because the Patriots were on a bye week, and I, so I beat Caparulo on the week that he was uh, that he was in a coma, pretty I, much. So I was tied for first anyway going Everybody's into the, proud the, of the week. So I, now I'm, my I, mom is. Now I'm tied. I wasn't picking my nose on a webcam. <laughs> now I'm tied for second, and I'm playing the guy who's in first this weekend. <laughs> And the, the Patriots have the Bills at home, so you're going down, Millhouse. Um, so it's uh, we're yeah. It, it so it's it. Yeah. Jamie, don't be around John for those three hours on Sunday. No yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be kind of pissed. Let that if they boy start run stalling. free. But uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna have we're gonna have a good time. We're talking about shitty jobs today. Honey. You're you're getting tweets. some tweets. Yeah. 
Uh, Joey Gonzalez said his worst job ever was when he was in Iraq. He had to burn shitters. That's in quotes. It's when you pour diesel fuel in poop buckets and burn it. Oh, my or God. Diesel fuel in poop buckets and burn it. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's, that's a, a bring your nose plugs. Yeah. I mean, starting with that statement, Joey, uh, in Iraq. Yeah. Right there, worse than any job I ever had. <laughs> but then, but then anything involving uh, involving shit is uh, that's gonna suck. I mean, so it's basically you're just you're burn burning shit because they don't have the plumbing, I guess. So it's just they just well, have let to me burn. add to that. So anything in, involving shit burning or Iraq is a job that I don't really want. So yeah. thank yeah. you for doing that job, Mr. Yeah. Gonzalez. See, Amy Pritchard, she uh, used to count maggots in a bait shop. Oh, that God. would suck. How maggots are tiny? That's like counting rice grains, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Do mag are maggots that's, used for catching fish? Well, yeah. They, I mean, I've never because I I wouldn't. You know, taking a worm and putting them on the hook is one thing, but yeah. I, I had enough trouble I with don't, that. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to catch a fish that bad. You know, like that. I'm gonna <laughs> that I'm gonna handle maggots. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I I mean, but I can't imagine somebody somebody coming. Coming, she had to count them. Like somebody had been coming back to the bait shop. Like, hey, mm -hmm. you gypped me two maggots. Like, I, I mean, like, what, or, do you really count them? Like, I, I, I mean, it's be just, like by weight just, or something, like a cup of them. Just give uh, it's got to be, yeah. Give, me a, yeah. give me a scoop of maggots, I guess. If, yeah, because I want to. I want a catfish. I, I don't. You know, I, that's that. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Mark gross. would tell you to get two scoops for fifty cents more. <laughs> he would upsize you. Right? Yes, he would upsize. Yeah, yeah. Come on down to Mark's maggot buckets. We got the biggest maggot buckets. This out of Mississippi. Damn you, Mark Ellis. I got all these extra maggots in my house now because you fucking... <laughs> Each one's accounted for. That'd be like me counting the kernels of popcorn. I put, no, I'm just going to eyeball it. It looks right. full. Here you go. Enjoy fishing exactly. with maggots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got your maggots. Go play. Look, if you want any more... Fine. All right, we'll give you. It's not like we're gonna hoard them, you know. Like, I, I mean, I mean, what's what's the upsell on? I mean, like that's a that's a pretty much a hundred percent profit. You gotta figure the bait industry has got to be pretty. That's got to be pretty lucrative, actually. Absolutely. Because there's really no, yeah, there's there, there's no cost on maggots. All right, like you pretty much just. You just gotta leave a, you know, some open trash somewhere and just. <laughs> uh, and now I'm Maggot selling. Farm. Now I'm, I'm selling. I'm selling the yield from my trash. That's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, that's boy. That's a fucking. That's a great. I. You know what? Yeah, I just. We're gonna uh, be millionaires. I, I, I'm already thinking about businesses <laughs> to invest in, and it just might be bait. It just might be. If bait. we aren't here next week, kids, it's because we're on a dock in Louisiana. What is the worst job you ever have? We have a. We have a caller. Let's take a caller. What's the worst job you ever had? Hello, who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? Hello. All right, thank Swing you. Swing and Wind. It's, I mean, like I, that was normal, actually normally before I I make a call, I put the chips away. You know, like I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm I'm making a call. I won't eat chips while I'm calling. But you're just uh, now you're just eating that's not chips always true. And, Okay. All right. So I, <laughs> I think that was the hawk calling in. He was chewing on a gopher. Just want to say thank you. That was that was uh, that was a bucket of maggots. Is what it was <laughs> calling. We uh, were talking bad jobs today. you were saying something interesting though. Like we we were on break about when you were when you worked customer service, just yeah. the way people treat you. Yeah. Because I mean that's I mean that's, you said you've worked with Chili's for seven at, years. I worked at four different Chili's in seven years. 
Um, wow, I'm a big, I'm a big super. fan of Chili's. Yeah, I, you know what? Yeah. I, I, let me say, I'm really proud of how far you've come, Renee. You know, <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you're here now. Well, right. I mean, you learn a lot with customer service, especially in the restaurant business. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. people think that you're they're above you because you're a server and you're serving them, right? Like you're a fucking slave or their servant or something like and that. And I, I never Little get do that. They know the power that I have <laughs> in the kitchen to wipe a booger on your fucking I, hamburger. Ex- you, you know what that's I'm saying? Right. You're exactly. Be I've nice always, to your servers. I've always said that. I've, I've never. I I mean I do not people who are serving me for people in general like yeah just working those kind of jobs I know they're not exactly happy to be there anyway I'm not going to be a dick so I I mean I always I overtip I'm very nice if you I mean if I if I ordered lobster and you you bring me anything but salad I'll I'll just be like you you're right I'm fine <laughs> I, I I don't care like I really like I just the I I don't I don't get too snippy with customer mm-hmm. service people. They're, they're, I mean, especially when it's involving food. Anybody, yeah, if they have the power to hawk loogies, I am being, I, I'm gonna, I'm, my goal is to brighten your day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, I it's, it's, uh, yeah, they're, they're, those aren't the people you mess with. It's, it's I, customer service in general. Like I said, like I, I, I was never good at customer service. I was never good, like I, I remember I also had a job. Like I, I always forget this job because I was only there for a couple weeks. But I had, <laughs> I had a job at uh, um, Express, the women's clothing store and men's too. I mean, they sell both. But now yeah. they do yeah. men's, but I'm. It was at the time it, it wasn't. Oh, really? It was all women's. This Just was '96. This was uh, there was because so I remember what were you they doing used to have the men's in a women's clothing store. Well, <laughs> why are you giving me that look? Like I did, like I, I, you know, I was like I had some ulterior motive. Like, oh, I just I, I secretly wanted to take blouses home and fucking, you know, I just I, I was I, I I had a friend in college that was in my that was in my nerd fraternity that I was in. There was I bet he was fun. I was, lambda, was, lambda, lambda. She no, there was a it was a co because I was in a co oh, right. It was an honors fraternity. Dork. It was just yeah. Was, you were in an honors fraternity. Was in an honors fraternity. Wow. I, I had a fucking. I was a major. I majored in fucking radio, TV production. How hard is it to keep a three five average or whatever? <laughs> uh, I, mean, I was uh, communications uh, and I barely graduated. That's that's a Mark Ellis song right. as well. Sorry, yeah. sorry. How hard is it for me to keep yeah. a three five <laughs> average? Right. But anyway, the we. We had a, uh, there was a girl that was in my fraternity. She got me a job working at this express store, and I was the stock boy in the back. Mm-hmm. And, like, I thought it would be, co- like, to start, I was like, because I needed a job, really. Ba- and it was like, I, I, I just remember she, I thought it would be cool because it was like, I was the only dude, straight dude working there. It yeah. was like, you yeah. know, and it was like, there's a bunch of hot chicks. And, boy, does that really quick Boy, it just it feels even worse getting yelled at by women that you were attracted to going into it. Like, yeah. you know, like, wow, she's and then it's like she's yelling at me every day. Like and like they would call back in the back and be like, you know, John, do we have any of the the, the light pink trico? And I'm like, I we have pants. I don't know what any of this shit is. I'm just putting fucking security tags on it, steaming it and trying to put it out. And I'm I'm. Do you know if, if from me? I'm a very, I'm slow. Uh-huh. I'm ve- anything like it's you a, got stupid that's, fingers. Yeah, I have very, I have stupid fingers. So like, I'm really <laughs> like, I just anything that involves like, you know, because it was like putting that little that security tag with the pin and stuff like that yeah. on individuals. Like, I mean, 
the, my output every day, like the store would have <laughs> would have completely crashed had they depended <laughs> on me to get that shit out there on the floor because there were just boxes of crap that would come in every day, and I'm like, look, I can't tag all these fucking capri pants. I can't yeah. do it. So I just it was oh, I, I was I gone. At Abercrombie I was Fitch gone within two weeks. Yeah, it was yeah. awful. Like you had to fold everything, and all the letters had to line up, and it mm-hmm. was like had to be so perfect. And I don't, I don't even fold my own clothes. I'm not going to fold some fucking store's clothes. It was awful. Hey, I'll give them credit. When you go into one of those places, the, the, all the clothes look really nice. It's and, impressive. And, and I think like I could not have done this because even I'll try on a shirt, and if it doesn't fit right, I'll put, I'll try to put it back. <laughs> and you can clearly yeah. tell a civilian I with always, quote, yeah. stupid fingers tried to put that one back. I always, I always feel bad that I fucked up their folding. Yeah, I'm like, I I'm sorry that I. I'm really I just I looked at it and I just I had to see what how big your XL was and it's not big enough. So Man, I, I wish you had kept that job at Express. I wish that you had gotten good at it. And then there were girls telling each other, "Oh, you got to go to Express and talk to John. He knows everything." <laughs> um, let's get to the weekly dumbass report before we go. We do. We, we got to get out of here. Okay. A 47-year-old Pennsylvania man could face up to 25 years in prison for stealing lobsters to support his drug habit. Apparently. Uh. This guy stole a bunch of lobsters from a grocery store tank and tried to walk out of the store with them. <laughs> when he was confronted, he said he was going to sell them for drugs. You just go into the tank and like scoop them up and walk out with like an armful of lobsters? I yeah, I, I mean... What is that? What is that? You remember at Animal House when they made Pinto steal all of that meat and he's walking out with it under his sweater? <laughs> and nothing for me today, thanks. Like, what... Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Do you wear do you wear a sweater? Do you wear a trench? Uh, probably a trench coat, right? To steal lobsters? I just yeah. Who's who's the market for that? I know, like, like who who's buying? Like who's who's like no no no? I get my lobster from this crack addict <laughs> behind the grocery store. You don't go in the grocery store to get. I mean, if you're buying lobster, I don't think you're. You don't want to get. You don't want to get it off the street. All right? Yeah, they don't, just, they don't have the butter I sauce with it. I seriously doubt that it's fresh. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's really, yeah, you don't, you, you, don't want any, you don't want any crustaceans from the street. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. A 32-year-old woman was caught on camera driving over the sidewalk to avoid having to stop for a school bus and loading children. <laughs> she went to court, <laughs> and along with her 30-day license suspended, License suspension. Please tell me she had to paint nails in an old folks' home. <laughs> Even better. The judge is forcing her to wear a sign for two days that says, only an idiot drives on the sidewalk to avoid a school bus. How amazing is that sentence? Whoa. She has to wear a sign. That's getting creative with it. That's I like that. The adult version of having to write on the it's chalkboard. In, it's in Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. Really? Yeah. That's, uh, oh, your hometown. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I, I've been to the <laughs> Cleveland courthouse, and I I got community service there too. <laughs> That's amazing. I just, we never had to wear a sign. Hi, mom. Not picking my nose though. I just uh, yeah, I, I, but I yeah, I mean, I guess I, I'm guilty of that though too though. Like, like driving on a sidewalk. Nah, I've never gone on the sidewalk. But when the bus comes up with the little sign that comes out around its side, like I yeah. never even I never even think about that sign that's coming out. You know, unless they're completely stopped and there are actually children in the street. I yeah. I whip around the bus. Like I, I'm just. <laughs> You're gonna I, have to wear a I either go around the bus. Like I'm. I'm also like no tor- I like I hate. Like especially in L.A. Like there's like I like if there's a fire truck coming. Mm-hmm. If there's a fire truck coming toward me, I why yeah. do I have to move pull over? Like he's going that way. All right. Yeah. And 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 if there's a fire truck coming behind me. 
you better be going fucking faster than me. <laughs> if you want me to pull over, you better be going fucking faster. If you're not, then you just give me the hose and I'll fucking get it started for you. Or I'll get the fucking cat out of the tree or whatever the fuck you guys do. Do the firemen still get the cat out of the tree? I, I doubt don't. they do that still. No, that, that is who you call. You call the firemen to get the cat out of the tree. Now, they'll usually show up. Usually it's a cop car, then, a, then an ambulance, then a fire truck. That's always confused me. Is Why are there always fire trucks? Anytime there's a crime committed, they always send a fire truck. Regardless of if there's any sort of temperature sort of <laughs> element going on, there's always a fire truck just hanging out there in yeah. case you need a ladder, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, because there's, uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. We I have don't... a ladder. Like, stop advertising that, fire department. <laughs> We're abusing you for your ladder. <laughs> they just want to participate in the fun. Yeah. <laughs> they just we love cats. Come too. <laughs> See, a dumbass, a dumbass in Texas was arrested after trying to buy a TV at Walmart for two dollars. The fifty-year-old man, fifty-two-year-old man, removed a barcode from a hanger worth a dollar seventeen and placed the barcode on a two hundred and twenty-eight dollar television. It can't be foiled. This box is too perfect. <laughs> He's charged with state jail felony theft, destruction of evidence, and misdemeanor destruction of writing. Best part of this? He's been previously convicted of the same crime. Wow. Yeah. That's just... <laughs> Twice. Why would... It, see, I mean, it's just... It's, it, I guess it's just... It's just... It's how... It, I mean, you want to make your lie believable. That's the only right. thing. It's, yeah. just, it's just... You just don't want to be a dick about it. Like, because I remember we... I remember me and... Uh, I remember me and my friend, we used to do this, like, thing where we were, like... Back uh, in, when I went to Kent State, like, there was uh, in Akron, there was a... There was a there was a Toys R Us across the street from this this uh, store called uh, uh, Twin Value or something like the mm -hmm. real like cut rate store like, like a big across, lots across, yeah yeah so I remember we used to go over to this store like they'd have they would have board games at the the Value store for like five like Trivial Pursuit and stuff like mm -hmm. that like you know like the those expensive board games you know they'd have them on sale for they for like for like five bucks each yeah across the street at Toys R Us they were twenty five yeah so like. My buddy got this idea that's just like, dude, we'll, let's, you know, we'll we'll buy them at, at Twin Value, uh -huh. and then we'll like take it. them across the street, and we'll take them back. Exchange and, and it. And I mean, I so I go buy one trivial pursuit. Were you the first, were you the foot soldier in this plot? Well, I thought we were both, we were both doing it, but the thing is, is he was a glutton about it, but, <laughs> but I remember back then at, at Toys R Us, they gave you store credit, they used to give you what's called Jeffrey dollars, remember that fucking giraffe? Do I yeah. remember Jeffrey? Yeah, they, they gave you Jeffrey dollars. Yeah, integral so, part of my childhood, yeah. So, I remember like, you know, like, I bought one Trivial mm -hmm. Pursuit at the, at the Twin Value place, and I I go across the street, and I'm like, yeah, I got two of these for my birthday. Can I, you know, have the store credit because I don't have a receipt? Yeah, and they gave me, you know, twenty five Jeffrey dollars. But I remember he, I mean, he bought fucking like six of them, <laughs> and he took them and like, and they, he was just like, yeah, I got seven of these for my birthday. Like, we, and they. <laughs> They gave him the Jeffrey dollar, so it was like it was really all him. But we, I mean, by the end of this this thing, before we, you know, they caught out. Like we had like 
mountain bikes and air hockey tables <laughs> and shit like that. And it wasn't because of me. I like, because I would only buy one and make, I was just happy to make the 20. And he, boy, he just, he doubled down and gold, tripled man. down on everything. Like yeah, that. He man, went. that Otters fraternity at Kent State, they really had some schemes. <laughs> they did, yeah. It was fantastic. It really was. We were, uh, we were really, we, <laughs> we were good kids, though. <laughs> Wait until they start stealing lobsters. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we have anything else before we close out? A 34-year-old Massachusetts man turned himself in after beating his girlfriend with their pet python. <laughs> she was in the hot tub when he started beating her with a four-foot snake and then threw the snake into the water with her. I, I, you know the what? The snake died. I just... I, oh. can, I know. can you just keep that just I'm for... pumping with confidence. I'm pumping with confidence, too. <laughs> what, what is happening? My pumping didn't used to be this doesn't even know what's happening. That? That the hell is Mr. Arco. Why do I... Is it, okay, is that... <laughs> Yeah, I think it was the, the mic. Okay, yeah, all right. We're pumping with confidence. We, we, please. That, wait, that was on your computer, we just, John? Yeah, I think what are it you was. watching I, doing I, No, I think I clicked on a fucking Arco ad accidentally. Yeah. It just did it again. I'm it fucking with did it, yeah. Oh, boy. Stop it. No Stop computer pumping jobs with confidence. For you. Man. No, I, what I wanted to say before we guys said, please, honey, just keep. Can we keep that story just for the next time me and you ever have a fight? <laughs> you know what? We, you know, anytime we have one of those, just those, those days where we're just like, look, yeah, just I hate, just I hate you, and just I, this is this is terrible. No matter no matter how bad our our fight could ever get, I'm not. I'm not beating you with a snake. Aww. There's never going to be a time that I I'm beating you, you with a snake. So I think we're living the fucking dream. Uh, <laughs> he may feed you to the hawk, though, so look out for that. It has been a good time as usual here on the Madcap Hour on Toad Hop Network. Check Mark Ellis out Thursday, 8 Thursday. to 10. Mm -hmm. Schmoes No here on Toad Hop Network. We'll be back next week on the Madcap Hour. Thanks again, Renee. Thank you, Jamie. Night, everybody. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.